Hello, everybody. This is John Doe. You're listening to California Country Show. And it's a good thing, because otherwise you would just be wasting your time watching television. Hey, folks, it's just Dave from the California Country Radio Show and Podcast. And what is this? A brand new episode of the California Country Show Podcast? Oh, my gosh. It's been forever. I go away for a couple months and what happened? The world goes to hell. What is going on out there, people? Well, we all know what's been going on. Clearly, coronavirus has crippled this planet, and now everything needs to be done indoors for a little while, and that's why I felt the need to get back to work and give you relief in the form of entertainment, from interviews to brand new music, and basically just kind of keeping you excited about the brand new world that we have on our way as soon as the lights are on and we're, we're back to work folks. Well, you know, I have been gone myself. I took a break after the big December series that I did, the Trailblazers, Women in Country Music. And I concentrated on on a day job for a little bit, working in television. When I got out, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. So I have been working every day, just a little bit here and there, on the radio show. That's being delivered weekly. I've got an interview series that I've been doing on Skype. It's called The Cow Country Quarantine, and that airs on our social medias. So I'll have information at the end of the show so you can follow along really but just head to california-country.com and maybe some of you got brought in because you heard that i was interviewing john doe today and you're absolutely right and john doe of x is the reason why i had to get a podcast episode back out to you he's been a big influence on not only me and probably you but the la punk scene for about 40 years you know it's been 40 years since x the band released the iconic punk rock album los angeles john doe has been busy with bands his solo career you've seen him in his acting career on roadhouse great balls of fire he's the author or co-author of two books on the punk rock scene and i'll have more information about that later of course you've seen him play with dave alvin and the knitters he's been everywhere the main thing though is that i had to get this out to you because a brand new album called alphabet land from x just released this week And John Doe told me last week about it. It was a surprise, and I only wish I had gotten this information out before the podcast, but I wanted to include the music so you can hear clips from the brand new album, Alphabet Land. When we get done with the interview, I'll have more information again on how you can hear more interviews that I've got coming. I've got a lot of great things happening. Of course, the California Country Show will be out there in the world again, but I had to get to you this interview as soon as humanly possible. So, ladies and gentlemen, oh, one quick thing to mention. Sorry about that. If you are not familiar with the band X or the history of John Doe, I recommend that you go back and check out either his books or previous interviews. But if you want to get to know John Doe the person better and what he's doing while he's quarantined, this interview is for you. From Austin, Texas, it's John Doe on the California Country Show podcast.
lot of you have uh, been going a little punchy lately, but I brought you some relief in the form of a great legend in music. Of course, a huge part of the Los Angeles punk and country revival scene. Mr. John Doe, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I, I feel like a little stressed out. I, I now, even though I don't actually go to work right now, I'm really feeling like, uh, what am I doing with my days right now? And how about you? More of the same. Um, it's uh, it's up and down. You know, some days are better than others, and um, you know, I, I have plenty of things to take to uh, take up my time. But uh, my house is really clean. Uh, lots of, lots of, uh, projects are being completed. Really fortunate that a, that a friend of mine who's a builder built this screened in porch for us just before, uh, the shit hit the fan. Right. Can you say shit on your show? Uh, I can cut it. I mean, you know, that's the radio. We'll figure it out, but it doesn't matter. I didn't know whether it was internet or, or uh, what your policy was, but I'll keep it clean. My I policy is nothing's live. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so yeah, you know, I, I've got a lot of stuff going on and I mean, I'm doing the patio in my place. We're just covering it with like succulents and, you know, getting some, some nice furniture out there and just kind of like doing all these projects that I should have had. Is it similar to that? Uh, well, you see in Texas here, we have mosquitoes. Hmm which is not so much the case in California and uh, they're voracious. So once uh, it gets a little bit warmer, like we're just on the cusp of getting mosquitoes. So uh, with a screened in porch, you can just sit out there and have a fan on and it's very nice. And you can just flip off all those mosquitoes and say, in your dreams. Right. Come at bitches. me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, like I said, a lot of, a uh, lot of projects and, um, and I'm posting some songs on Instagram for people's enjoyment doing, I did a series, uh, three songs that were kind of old timey songs like the big rock candy mountain and the Sierra yeah. peaks. And, uh, what was the last, uh, little Margaret was one of them, which I, which we did with the knitters. You know, old timey songs, and now I'm doing a series of um, blues songs. I'm going to be part of a, a record store day tomorrow. Oh, that's um, right. A vir- virtual record store day for my friend up in Oakland. Uh, one, two, three, four, go records. And the big, but the biggest news is, is uh, as of yesterday, uh, Fat Possum and the band X decided to release our record next week. Oh my gosh. We've, yep. We've been working on a record for uh, a while, like 35 years. And um, <laughs> we made it, we made it just under the gun. It just got mastered and we were going to release it in October. I mean, in um, August and September, but uh, realized that it was like very poignant. Uh, it, it's about the, the record. <laughs> As Xene said, Hey, John, you know, we, we wrote another record about the end of the world, and this time it happened. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it couldn't have come <laughs> um, at a which, better time. <laughs> so uh, it'll it'll have a, a little bit of, um, you know, joy, and uh, but it's it's very, um, yeah, it, 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 it's relative right now. So Yeah, people need this. Now I'm, now I'm, trying, now I'm trying to figure out what the hell, oh, my God, it's a week away, what, you know, <laughs> 
now we're going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants and and just figure it out. So that's that's pretty punk rock. I think we're going to put it up on Bandcamp, dude. On uh, the 40th anniversary of the release of the record Los Angeles. Oh my gosh, which we have played before and is very influential. Mm-hmm. That song used in movies and documentaries and stuff and now 40 years later. Is this all new material that that people haven't heard before? Yes and no. There are three songs uh that we redid that that we released back in 99 uh as demos, but they never really actually got recorded properly. And um and then we have uh Eight other new songs. Yeah. That's amazing. That's great. And, yeah. and well, Fat Possum, I love this label because they're just known for uh, what they yeah. do, especially, you know, in the blues world and in the avant-garde world. So that's that's amazing. Yeah. Well, they're, they're yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're really interesting because they started out with, you know, people like Junior Kimbrough and... Arl Burnside weird, and... Yeah, weird-ass shit that nobody else, stuff that nobody else would put out right. and uh and now they do you know bands uh that have a blues leaning like but they're from africa and uh you know all kinds of cool interesting stuff and and they've been really supportive they just last year they re-released all the the first four x records because we got the masters back and that was exciting they uh, all bad. you know that, that, that we uh do we get to control the stuff not uh, some other evil corporate entity. So and, you've been, yeah, you've been through uh, a lot in that. You've got stories for days. I mean, books of it, really. Sure. Uh, we talk about this all the time because, I mean, as an independent artist myself, and then when I started this show, um, I didn't realize how many independent artists and how much money and how much people lose just getting their songs to the radio, not even the success of what's going to happen with the people, but just getting their songs there. Um, yeah. Dude, you sell your soul sometimes, and you can barely take 40 years to get it back. Well, it depends. I mean, the the hardest thing is um, being young and inexperienced and people telling you this is the way it And you don't know, so you, so you kind of go along with it. But you just, uh, over the years, you learn to trust your intuition. And if I, any advice to anybody, it would be, if something seems like it's not right, it probably isn't. Hmm. And and don't do it, you know, because that people people convince themselves of all kinds of dumb stuff by using logic, by using well, it seems like you know your brain is working overtime, and but your heart and your intuition is saying, I don't know, I don't know, I think that guy's kind of uh, giving me a, a handing me a line, but so in in back the guy is handing you a line right. <laughs> and, and you shouldn't do it. And, uh, so if you don't, then you don't have, uh, you don't end up being regretful later on. So, but that's hard but, to tell know, that kid that, uh, sure. you know, but there was stuff that we didn't do that, that we, that we could have. Um, and we didn't do it because it didn't seem right. You thought that's, that's BS, man. That That's not right. And that's what kind of punk rock is all about, is uh, is doing stuff that that you know, in your heart is is right, yeah. rather than than uh, you know. On the other hand, we wanted to have a career. On the other hand, we didn't want to just sell cassettes out of the trunk of our car. Mm-hmm. So Electra came to Slash and said, "We want to sign these guys." And we thought, "Cool, 
let's do it. We'll get to we'll get to a lot of people. We'll we'll be able to to influence you know somebody to start a band and and we'll you know do cool stuff. So I don't regret that at all. But it turns out that after 25 years, those rights revert to you and and you can get it back and you can make money on it. Yeah. Instead of them making money on it, you know they'll they'll always the companies will will write you and say we want to offer you the same crappy deal that you had before. <laughs> if you give us the rights to release your records and you right. can just say, Nope, don't oh. think so. And then, and then they're yours. So, so that works that way with, um, with pretty much everything, as long as they, you just have to, to write them a letter and say, no. And you have to request to, you, you know, resolution of, of how the record is, uh, who owns the record and, and you can get your masters back. That's what it comes down to. So nowadays, if some TV show wants to use the song Los Angeles or, or any of the first four records, they have to come to us and we get the money instead of Warner Brothers, you know, so that's awesome. So now with the release of an album, especially with, with the release of an, of an X album, I mean, there's no tours. So where does a band like you, how do you release an album? And, and now in a week? <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to do it through Bandcamp. And then uh, in a week, there and, and all it'll be is just the songs and, um, and the cover. And then, you know, a, a week after that, maybe the 1st of May, uh, Flat Possum will have you know a download available, so you can get all the artwork and and uh, you know files yeah uh, of the record and uh, you know it's anybody's guess. I mean, I, I heard Gavin Newsom talking about uh, the, the economy not really coming back fully until October of 2021. Right. And, uh, you know, that was part of the reason that we decided to do this. And also because pressing plants and printers and everything else that goes into making a record are closed for the foreseeable future. So we have to get into, you know, then it's six months after they're open that we can, or four months anyway. You know, so we just thought, you know what, this is timely. Let's just go for it and see what happens. Now you don't have to wait till all those elements are in place. You can just kind of release and follow up from there. Is there any plans? Yeah, seems seems pretty punk rock to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although although you are surrendering it out to the digital overlords that now uh, now run this world. But uh, yeah, uh, well, are you doing anything anything live that people are able to see? Uh, I'm going to do a. Instagram live with a, uh, a group 
that does house concerts out in New Jersey. I'm going to do that on May 7, I think. And uh, so, yeah, you can just check my Instagram stuff. Nice, yeah. But I have no idea what X is going to do. I mean, we can't really play, um, you know, individually and have it all sync up. It, it, it That doesn't work. Yeah, uh, technology's not really there, even though it, it looks like it is sometimes. It's, it's just yeah. not close enough. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm, I mean... We did make a video just uh, because I got it in my head that we should do that. And so we, we've got a video coming out for one of the first tracks. It's called um, Water and Wine. And um, it's like I say, it's, it's, it's really current because Exene uh, wrote these lyrics. I you know, put some music to it. The band put all their uh, influence into it. Uh, but the, the main line of the song is who gets water and who gets wine. And it's like, wow, <laughs> yeah. that's, you know, who gets, who has access, who has money, you know, who has, you know, who gets water, who gets wine. And it's, you know, the one good thing that has happened during this situation is she has been shown to be what it's actually worth, which is nothing. That's true. You know, when you see, when you see these celebrities who are, you know, well taken care of saying we're all in this together, man. And it's like, no, we're not. Yeah. No, they've got no. pe people delivering food to keep them safe all the time. Yeah. And, uh, you've, yeah got, <laughs> you've got, you've got your thing. We've got ours. And, and I'm, you know, incredibly grateful as uh, I think I can speak for a lot of my friends uh, that, that I don't have to find another job right away. In yeah. eight months, in eight months, hell, I don't know. I don't have that, you know, I didn't save up that much money. You know, I've got, I'm, I don't, I don't depend on a weekly gig at the local honky tonk in yeah. order to pay my rent. But eight months from now, hell, I don't know. So. Yeah, I mean, that's, they're talking about, you know, even when they do open up, I mean, things will be very limited. Plus, I mean, masks are going to be a thing. Um that we're just going to have to do. And that's not even including just the people that are terrified to leave the house. And, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a while before we're back to what we considered normal. Yes. That will be constantly redefined. Yeah. The new and, normal. And, uh, yeah. So, but you are yeah, right though. Keep, it is punk rock to question the money and, and, and who's really in charge here. And while everyone is waiting uh, for their bailout money in small amounts. I mean, we need to really watch what's going on behind the scenes of where it's actually being distributed. I just read today that these uh, one of the loan programs um, mm -hmm. has, has no one has gotten a dime except for yeah. massively large corporations, which we knew would be taken care of anyway. Yeah, I know. It's just insane. I mean, I, can we still move to Canada? <laughs> Is that still a possibility? If I were Canada, I'd close the border going the other way. That's for sure. God Almighty. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's sad, and I and I wish that that some of our other um, political figures had had a little more sway. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get political on you. No, because it's too easy. Um, I'm I'm glad that Elizabeth Warren is still out there having a plan. That's all I got to say.
because I think it makes it it makes a lot of fringe ideas that that she and Bernie had seem more mainstream. And and if that is the case, where people might be saying, you know, this healthcare for all might not be such a bad idea, then great. I don't care what corner it comes from. Sure. Because if it if it if you get a solution, then you got a solution. Yeah, I just hope all my all my buddies in the music biz are keeping it together, not losing their freaking minds. I mean, it's a creative time, but you see it now. I'm sure you can accomplish this. You guys can send lyrics to each other via email. You can yes. do uh, a phone conference. You can. Yes. A lot of this was already in place, and thank God it was. But back yes. in the day, I mean, you had to get together, and I'm sure people still are used to that. I, I went to the rehearsal studio where I do this radio show to pick up some gear to bring it here, and uh-huh. no one is practiced. I mean, there are drummers, and they're doing their lessons via video, you know, Skype or something or Zoom. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I imagine a lot of folks are having a really hard time adjusting to how yes. we're going to be creative nowadays. Well, that's that's true. And interesting thing about making this record is that Exene and I have exchanged some lyrics, and I've written some songs with her lyrics over the last five, ten years. Mm-hmm. And I put, ended up putting them on my solo records. And But it wasn't until we found a person, uh, Rob Schnaff, as our producer. He's worked with uh, Elliot Smith, Cat Pop, and, and um, a bunch of different people. But... <clears throat> It wasn't until we found a place, his place, and a person, and a record company, and a and a kind of a, a way put it out that we got serious about writing. So if you don't have a place to go, if you don't have a place to put it out, and if you don't have a uh, kind of a method, then you're not as inspired to do it. Right. You know, it's like Exene and I weren't going to just write songs for the hell of it. I mean, you, you can do stuff on your own. You can just write down words and say, okay, there's a poem. And okay, there's some you know stuff that I could sing and play to my friends. But, to, you know, it's, it's like you, you need a, an outlet. So yeah. being, being creative on your own for, I don't know, what do I do? I just put it on Instagram. That doesn't seem all that rewarding. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, there's why? immediate feedback. I mean, that that's, that's the interesting thing. There's immediate response as opposed to the idea yeah. that you got to go and write the tunes and shed it out and learn how to play an instrument and then go record. I mean, that, that seems like almost impossible to do nowadays. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it's a test, you know, it's a test of, of, uh, the, the human spirit, you know, are, are you going to be willing to, um, to just, and maybe that's a good thing. I'm just, I think we're all just figuring it out. You know, are you willing to just do it for the hell of it? 
Well, there's not I'm really much of this. a schedule, so we're. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I'm going to do this because I have an idea, and I'm going to do it because maybe somewhere, somehow, down the line, somebody's going to get something out of it. Um, which is which is a lot of ifs, but that's part of the deal, isn't it? You know, going going and doing something, regardless of what it could mean i mean you know it's the breaking through all those ifs yeah you know making making it anyway even though people say oh i don't know you know who needs that <laughs> well nobody actually needs it no but it they might <laughs> be know, glad to it, have it you know one day yes. it was that was my first band in high school it was using some guys from the high school band and one guy played trumpet and one guy played oh i played the trumpet one guy played trombone yeah and we used a friend of mine who wrote poems and just gave let me sh- let me read them one day and i said oh i could i could put this to to music and and, uh, mm-hmm. and that was my first band was was coming up with those creative elements you know putting it all together uh, before yeah. i was writing myself and that was just yeah it was so special back then just reading a book of poems and saying oh that's a tune that's oh you don't know this yet but this is a song yes. and then getting played on local radio that was the the, the pinnacle of the whole thing was getting Getting our song on local licks in Sacramento, wherever, wherever that was. Well, it'll be a, it's it's a test for sure. Yeah. It's a test to to, to uh, the human spirit, and and I I believe that this is a kind of a um, you know this is a test for all of us to to like what are you made of and are you going to see a spiritual side to this and are you going to you know are you just going to cave in and say oh it's too much trouble I can't go there mm. you know, or or are you going to, you know, keep looking for the to the future and hope that that it does mean something? On the subject of staying home, you've had access to legends that we play on our show all the time. I mean, Maria McKee and, of course, the uh-huh. Alvins and stuff like that. Are you keeping in touch with people a little more now that this is this is the norm? Yeah, I think so. I mean, to the, the people that are that are important to you, you know, I'm definitely I mean, I'm it's hard to say. I, I've heard from I've heard from people that I haven't heard from for a long time. Oh, that's yes. cool. That's cool. So, so that's a that's a good that's a good part of it. I got a couple of words to say for all your strong and silent types. They'll talk to the girls they want to love. No one needs a lie. I'll say this next time you get stuck. California Country Show play music. I always kind of like go with a bit of adoration and basically a fascination with Western culture, which was, you know, you're a very important part of one of those scenes. But even before then, like the allure of the West is always something that just kind of like took over the show. Mm -hmm. And and in your writing, there's been a lot of fascination with the West in general. Um, 
is that what brought you out here? Yes, and the fact that I was just sick to death of the East Coast. You know, the weather, the people, the attitude. Yeah. And uh, at the time that, that I was ready to to actually step out and do something, um, New York was already pretty well happening. You know, Blondie and television and talking heads and all those people were <laughs> were just about to, you know, release their first records, the Ramones. You know, I, I left... I left Baltimore, and so you know it was all happening. I, I went to Max's Kansas City. I went to to um, I went to uh, CBGBs and saw everything. You know, saw stuff going on. Went to St. Mark's and the Poetry Project there. And, but I was just done. I was done with this East Coast. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, that's <laughs> the West is open. The West uh-huh. is free. And and you know it's. I'm really glad that Tom DeSavia and I worked on these two books that, that kind of chronicle the, the West Coast punk rock world. And Right. For those listening that don't know, the, the first one is Under the Big Black Sun, which you, of course, named after an ex-album. With mm-hmm. a lot of great interviews, the Go-Go's, of course, Dave Allen and Marie McKee, who we play as Lone Justice on the show. And then the sequel is, I think you had other people as contributors on this one as well? Yes. Well, this is another example of doing what you got to what you got to do. We got an opportunity to talk to a literary agent and she went around and found out that publishers wanted me to write a book about the history of punk rock. And I said, well, that doesn't really, that doesn't really work for me because it sounds like a lot of, <laughs> like I've got to do all the heavy lifting. Right. And that's not the way that the scene happened. The scene happened because there were so many different people influencing each other. So rather than me writing all this stuff, I enlisted all the people that I knew and were still in touch with, like Dave Alvin or Jane Weedlin or Henry Rollins or uh, people like that. And so we wrote about the you know first five years, seventy-seven to eighty-two, was uh, more of like I don't know the the top of the curve going maybe downward a little bit, mm-hmm. where every everyone was was able to to tour more. Everyone was uh, signed to a bigger record company possibly the go-go's were number one you know the first all-women band to to be writing their own songs and having a number one lp and you know that sort of thing so we had different people but also included different musicians like uh the guys from fishbone had angelo and norwood um do something and um maria mckee uh, wrote a really beautiful chapter with Tom DeSavia. Because um, it's all about collaboration. It was all about the community and, and how it, uh, you know, how, how all those things work together. And, and then in the second book, we, we got people who were influenced and used the kind of punk rock ethos to, to further their career. Uh, Tim Robbins, the actor, and Shepard Ferry, uh, the artist and mm-hmm. Allison Anders, the film director, they all took the the kind of punk rock DIY ideas and applied it to film and applied it to skateboarding. Tony Hawk did a chapter and applied it to art like Shepard Ferry or applied it to theater like Tim Robbins did. So, yeah, it, uh, it you know goes into all that sort of stuff. Sid Griffin from from the Long Riders talked about paisley underground and and the beginning of the kind of alt country movement in um 
L.A., Chip Tinman from Rank and File, and <laughs> all kinds of different people. So, so you get all these different stories. You get yeah. you get their story rather than me trying to you know to tell you what it's about. That's pretty smart. Everyone's perspective has got to be different, but it's got to be exciting to be living in a time where all these people that you just started hanging out with are all getting record deals and no one really knows what to do with all this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Interesting. I mean, watch yeah. these stories intersect. Yeah. I mean, it's, of course it's exciting, but on, on the other hand, you, you, uh, you know, you, you end up losing touch with your, um, with the community that, that started the whole thing. So, so for sure, this is the last book that we'll do because, by the t- and, and it's obvious by the by the end of um, of the second book, <clears throat> the, <clears throat> the community had been kind of fractured because people were touring a lot, people were you know busy and and you didn't have the the unlimited time of just kind of hanging around in your own scene to come up with an idea, you know, come up with ideas or or you know do things like that. So uh, yeah. It was exciting, sure, and, 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 and I'm, I'm I'm grateful for the fact that everyone was still around and and willing to contribute to it. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm more like the narrator. I you know would write several different either longer or shorter pieces within the whole book. But then you you know you get a, a real perspective of what it was like for a for Jane Wheedlin or Exine uh, as a woman in uh, in kind of a man's uh, business to to be looked at as an equal, you know, and that was one of the great things that punk rock did is that, you know, women were not just uh, pretty faces or singers, you know, they were drummers and bass players and guitar players and songwriters and they were, they were treated as equals. That has yet to be even, I mean, we're, we're seeing it here and there, but I mean, that is, it's hard to find a scene that does that. Well, I mean, it's still not even then. And, and now, I mean, Yes, women have have made a lot of advances in equality, but it's still not still not equal. You know, it's it's just like, oh, we've got a black president. You know, yeah. racism, <laughs> racism is over. Is, yeah, it's like it's all <laughs> nonsense. So it, it it was just the start of something. It was the start of something great. It was the start of something that you know kind of got lost in the metal hairband years and and kind of i think is is really resurging at, at this point you know within the last four or five years you know all the all the young girls that went to girls rock camp are now in their 20s and they've got some kick-ass rock and roll bands now yeah you know so i'm happy about that yeah and all the uh rockers in the backwoods listening to you know their folks old tapes are now becoming you know at least well known it that is I'm, I'm hearing great songwriting. I'm hearing great uh, simplicity in music, too, which is kind of rare. I mean, you know, we've got so mm-hmm. many. You could have 99 tracks on your uh, on your song of, of you know, <laughs> snaps and all sorts of things, uh, but you don't need it. You just need, you know, players. You don't even need to be good at playing your instrument. You just need uh, a vibe amongst players. And I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a band. That's very true. Now, with success comes a little bit of, I mean, you know, punk rock always felt to me like if a band's too successful, 
they're out. Um, or at least, <laughs> at least now they're on the radio at number one. Um, but also looking back, I mean, there's so many people that I talk to from doing the show that are just so proud of what that scene had created and all the offshoots that it created. And it just feels like, you know, like maybe it wasn't credited, but there are so many great pioneers that were just, just felt to me like that was what LA was at the time. Is there anything that I'm missing as far as like what, what the scene was like that you feel like, or that the book didn't tell? The main thing it didn't, it wasn't able to tell were the people that were lost to, you know, drug abuse or uh, just lives cut short. You know, uh, I, I would have loved to be able to talk to Jeffrey Lee Pierce. I would have loved to be able to, to have tomato to plenty, write a chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all kinds of people like that, but <clears throat> at least there's no way of, of recreating it. <clears throat> it's, you know, the, 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 the phrase you had to be there, uh, applies to any kind of a scene. You, you, you can't, you can't truly be there because you had to be there. Right. But, you know, at least as more information comes out, as people, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, or I hope that like Jane Weedlin will write an autobiography. Kathy Valentine, the bass player just released a biography and it's really great. Um, that, you know, someone who's interested in the, in that era can get a pretty good taste of, of what it was like, but yeah, you did have to be there. You know, I, I think the, the, the one thing that, that, that comes out of, uh, you know, the research we did, you know, reading the, the chapters that, that made up the book is you, you realize that um, everyone's grateful that they were part of it and that there was something happening. And you had a sense that there was, but you weren't um, self-conscious about it because you were just doing it. You know, you're just there, busy, having a good time. And 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 just yeah creative the creativity led to more creativity and and but you weren't all you weren't fully yourself you're just you're busy you're busy doing stuff yeah and that's a, and that's a great place to be yeah i i feel like um now that we're all alone uh, there's a lot more time to think about these things and uh mm-hmm. and kind of reflect and see what we're going to do thankfully we got your books to uh to yeah. to, to fill some time <laughs> Yeah. What is the next few months going to be like for you? Are you setting goals or are you kind of just letting it come as it may and, uh, and see what happens when we get out? Uh, well, that getting out thing, I think maybe of, uh, an illusion. So I'm, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to take things a day at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think being, you know, that's, that's something that I worked on for the last couple of years is being present. That sounds like hippie talk and, but, um, and, and it is very, you know, Buddhist and, and Zen, but right here, right now is, uh, is what's important. So, uh, you're gonna have to check back with me, Dave. I, well, I plan to. I mean, you know. I mean, I'm yes, I'm I'm working on on um, you know, I'm getting closer to to having uh, an, another 
bunch of uh, solo songs, you know, but right now it's going to be promoting this X record and, and tr figuring out what in the hell that means. That's actually the blessed thing about this. I guess the new world is what we're calling it, or at least the current world that we're living in. You yeah. can take a little more time with everything. And I think just everything just feels just a little more, I hate to say precious, but everything feels a little more, you know, we get to, we get to spend our times and our thoughts and it's, the world's just slowed down and that's, that's not a bad yes. thing. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a great thing. You know, that, that's, that's one advantage that people can, can make use of that. But for sure, it's it's forcing people to to be in the present because you can't. I mean, you you're foolish if you're going to look backward because then then you'll be nostalgic in a in a destructive way. You think about oh, it was so great, and you and you'll probably be um, you know idealizing it rather than just being uh, honest. But uh, and and you can't really look to the future. So, you know, again, in the in the kind of be here now, if you just think about the past, then you'll be you'll have regret. And if you think about the future, you'll just be anxious. So, yeah. so just be in the moment and and do what you can. Uh, try not, try not to go to the liquor store too much. <laughs> No. I tell you, there was some. I saw some a friend of mine uh, who's a bass player. He's he's now working at a um, grocery distributor. He said liquor sales are up by like two hundred and thirty some percent. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, whoa, hold on, folks. Yeah, Just hold it, on there. It's a whole new world in that department too. But uh, <laughs> you know, hell, people are uh, you know, Walmart sold out of shirts, but they got plenty of pants because people don't need those for video conferencing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind as I'm, as I'm having my Zoom calls. I'll keep I'll keep in mind whether people have pants on or not. <laughs> oh, did you did you get one of those cool Zoom backgrounds that you've? Uh... <laughs> no, no, I'm just uh, yeah, no, I'm just using our whatever wherever I end up. Tell me about the album really quickly so I can get all that information. The record's called Alphabet Land. It, it's it's very like current some somehow in 2019 Xane and I were writing songs that that applied to where we are right now I mean sometimes you can you know work backward on that where you're you know you got your heart broken and and then suddenly every heartbreak song comes on the radio it was produced by Rob Schnaff we did it in Hollywood California over the last uh well, we recorded a few songs in twenty, the beginning of 2019, and then finished it up. Uh, actually, the, the one of the last sessions we did was March 12th, while we were mixing. Okay. And uh, of this year, so literally, I got on a airplane on March 14th, which is when everything started closing down. Yeah, it's 11 tracks. The uh, the last track is called uh, All the Time in the World, and it's a spoken word piece where Billy is playing piano and, and Robbie Krieger plays guitar. Nice. Uh, so uh, that's kind of a full circle with Ray and uh, Robbie Krieger. Yeah. And, um, the yeah. It's X just and a, the it's Doors a, getting together. I love it. 
Yeah. That's awesome. And where can I find you online so we can follow the exploits? Where, where I actually am doing the, the social media is uh, the John Doe on Instagram at, at the two E's T H E E. Yes. The Royal. The. And, uh, yes. And um, X, the band is, uh, is the website for, for X and uh, all like that. Well, John, thank you, man. Thank you so much for talking yes. to me. I will check back with you. I promise. We love your music. I can't wait to hear uh, the tunes. Hey, man. Um, we'll, uh, we'll be talking. All right. Appreciate it, John. Thank you so much. Take care. You take you care. Too. Yeah. Be healthy. Bye. What a man, what a guy, the myth, the man, the legend, John Doe. Thank you so much, John Doe, for checking in with me. I got to be honest, folks. I thought that that interview was going to be like 10 minutes long, and then he just hung out with me. That was great. I almost felt like I was like stealing from his time, especially as he was preparing for a record announcement. But I had to get this podcast out to you ASAP so you can use it as a companion piece to listen to the brand new album, Alphabet Land, which you can get on Bandcamp right now just by searching X the Band on Bandcamp and you can get it now. While you're here, though, I would really love you to head to California-Country.com. Subscribe to this podcast either on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify, or head to our social media accounts. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cal Country Show. The reason I say this is I'm working hard to do three different programs, really. Yes, we're doing this podcast again. Also, too, the radio show is back on the air on four different radio stations, soon to be five and six. It actually airs all weekend and sometimes during the week on different stations. If you head to California-Country.com, you can click on the links and be brought directly to hear that radio station's streaming feed. Now, I want to be clear. You guys, radio, I don't have it on demand yet because I I really can't afford it yet. It will be soon, but until then, you got to tune in when it's on the air. This podcast and my series called Cal Country Quarantine, where I interview artists from their homes, that's on video. You can go to my socials. You can click on that at any time. But when you want to get your music on the actual radio, you got to tune in and then email me, just Dave at California-Country.com. And I'll see what I can do about getting your music on the air. All right. I will release another podcast soon ASAP. I promise you I've got some really good stuff coming. I may even turn this whole thing into a legend series because there's a lot of history coming your way. All I have to say now is please take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. We'll be out of here in no time. And the California Country Show will be bringing you live music from all the friends that I've been making. Please take care. See you soon. Follow the California Country Show online at california-country.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cal Country Show.